Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> okay, we are recording. We are the voice of the under-25s. I'm currently um, shut myself in the toilet. How on earth do you become a lolliologist? <laughs> the bag with my blood in it. My blood. Our stories... What we think, the truth. And how long have you been sort of on the streets? Uh, on and off for a year. We got told that he was killed in a motorcycle accident. If we can't create a ginger army to take over the world, then we can at least lobby the government for tax-free sun cream. Podium.me. This is your platform. How do you identify culturally? Well, I believe I'm a Spaniard. White British. German. And from Russia. The particular Gujarati community I'm from is a caste called Luana. I'm from India and I've been living in London for four years now. I'm actually living in a student hostel where everybody around me is an expat, is a person who doesn't come from this country anyway. Since 1971, the rate of 16 to 25 year olds migrating into Britain has almost tripled, with young adults accounting for around 63% of applications for asylum. Our podium journalists spoke to some young people with ethnic origins outside of the UK about their cultural identity, how it has changed, and the challenges some of them have faced adapting to a new way of life. In Spain we have a lot of different cultures, uh, depending on north, south, east and west. And I live in the south, and I really identify with the way of living here. I would identify as a British Iranian, but I'm not sure the Iranian cultural influence has been very significant on my life or the, or the life of my siblings. Obviously, it, it was different for my dad because he spent his early years in Iran and even when he came over to Britain, he still spoke the language and, I mean, his, his family obviously upheld traditions of Iranian society at home. So I think he very much felt part of the culture even though he wasn't necessarily living there. But with us, as, as almost a second generation of that, I think it's been very diluted. Growing up in a Indian household specifically being Gujarati has um, a lot of culture and especially I can trace myself and my family back to Persia but I identify myself as being Gujarati more like celebrating our foods as well like traditional Hindu festival Navratri and everything but it does influence me a lot it has influenced me growing up and being proud of the good parts of the Gujarati culture because I was sort of pulled out of my home country at such an early age, I was quite angry to begin with because obviously I had a circle of friends, a boyfriend, so at first I was really, really angry and I didn't see anything good about moving over here. And then with age, now I'm at university in my third year, I see a lot of benefits that the country actually looks after the people a lot better than Russia ever could. There are many positives and negatives to being an expat. And oftentimes it just depends on your own mindset and your own perspective. So, for example, coming to a different country with an alien culture, there are so many things that one can pick up on, so many observations one can make, and that can be both 
a positive or negative experience depending on you know an individual i uh, what i love about traveling and living in a place that i can't call home is i guess i i i see things with kind of an almost like brand new eyes and i'm able to like pick up on people's uh, the, the way that they think and the, the things that they find acceptable and it's very great to be exposed to those things and it just kind of shows the diversity in humanity like even if we believe that we're all individuals or that you know the whole planet is one great big nation and we're all one um people are different and they're definitely shaped by their cultures and their upbringings i went to an english school when i was uh, six years old and I, I and I went all my life to English schools until I was 18 years old. Uh, my parents thought that they would have had more opportunities in their life, maybe if they had known English. They knew that if I could speak English, I would have better opportunities in my life, better jobs. And I think they were right. Why would you restrict yourself? The world is changing, and with more and more people, you know what. Countries like China, Brazil, Russia, they're becoming so much more important now. So why would you restrict yourself to just English? Then pers I personally find it a little bit arrogant as well because only because it's the most common language or used to be the most common language in the world doesn't mean you shouldn't make an effort to at least try a little bit. And also, yeah, like I said, why would you restrict yourself? I think it's amazing. The, the best thing for me was coming over here and people being like, oh my God, you actually speak our language and I think it's just so nice you know when people realize you made an effort and they help you and I, per I personally would recommend to everyone to learn a different language especially when you want to live abroad anyway I have been bullied for being Indian I have been bullied by other Gujaratis as well because of my caste I have been bullied for being different uh, it happened in 2007 uh, it was a snow day, my, my college was closed, my brother's school was closed, my youngest brother, his school was still open. He was one of the few schools in Harrow that were open on the day. Um, we were going to walk and collect him from the school and these bunch of um, English boys they were loitering around throwing balls, uh, ice balls, they took the snow turned into ice balls and they were throwing it at vehicles, at passing vehicles and we were just like ignoring them but there's an Ellie Packy and they started throwing ice balls at me and one of them grabbed me and hit an ice ball right on my back, on my neck. That was uh, really bad. That was one of the worst cases of uh, racism I've ever had. I've never had a place I could call home. Um, and every time I got close, I sort of moved. Um, so what I hate about it is there's, there's, like, there's very little that you find familiar. Um, and that can be uncomfortable at times and also alienating at other times because if you move to a country you are expected to assimilate and learn about and your and integrate into your surroundings and your um, the, the environment in which you are however of course this also depends on individuals around you, but there isn't that kind of um, openness towards 
the individual's cult culture or my way of thinking as such. Talk about your story. Oh, where do I start? Um, what was the question? <laughs> Have you not heard about this? No. Oh, okay, I'll go into it. I just couldn't care less. Don't worry, I completely agree with you. Um, oh, that's actually it. That's a weird one. What am I gonna say? Nah. <laughs> That's really judgmental, isn't it? And basically, that pretty much sums it up. Join us, whoever you are. www.podium. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dot me.